All right, Commission Coach fans, thanks for the questions. And if you want the full treatment, you can go over to thecommissioncoach.com, fill out the contact details that pop up when you visit the site, and we will call you back at a date and time that works for you. It takes only about 20 minutes to show you all of the conversation that you need to have with your sellers about how an inflated rate of commission could possibly put more money in their pocket and make your listings stand out from all the rest of the other ones. I often wonder what your answer to the question is to how much is your commission? How much do you charge to sell a house? Hey, Mr. Agent, what's your commission? If your answer is anything other than negotiable, I suggest that that's an incorrect answer. In fact, that's probably the first thing you want to talk about when you're talking to your sellers is that commissions are, in fact, negotiable. They know it already, and it's negotiable now when you're talking about listing the house. But more importantly, it's negotiable later if they take much less than what the contract price is. So we know what the commission is, is if you fulfill the contract price. And it also goes on to say the contract in most jurisdictions will say that they can still pay that rate and accept less. But why would they? If they're going to accept much less than the list price, that might be the time for them to use leverage on the agents to say, well, I'll accept this offer if you guys work for this. Most agents have done this to put a deal together and most sellers will know that this has been done and know that commissions are negotiable. So why not just tell them that right up front? And we wanna see how this may affect your average commission too. I mean, compared to what your normal rate is, what you usually charge out in the market and see if putting a higher selling broker commission, I use four in my market because the most common rate of commission in my market is two and a half, used to be three, now it's two and a half. The discount is 1.75 to two to two and a quarter. And the rare agent still gets the 3% to selling broker that they've always gotten. Over the years, you would normally think that that is a strong agent. So what I do is I offer 4% to the selling broker I ask my clients, would you pay a buyer broker's commission that's not me, a buyer broker? If I sell it myself, we have another arrangement, which we'll get into later. But would you pay, if we brought you a full price cash offer from another buyer broker that's not me, would you compensate that agent with 4% to the selling broker? I think that many times your seller will say full price, sure, yeah. They figure it out, it's a couple extra thousand bucks, and it might be tens of thousand dollars more than they're expecting to get for the sale of their home. Which is, brings me to the next point. Are you setting up your seller for full price? Are you selling the, setting the seller up to get full contract price? Is the seller even expecting to get anything close to full contract price? In fact, it's your duty to only quote the contract price, and we know what the commission is there. But if you ask your seller, hey, if we brought you full pop, would you pay full, uh, you know, 4% uh, go going rate that's higher than the normal commission? I think that a majority of the time you will get that answer, which is a yes. You know, the bottom line for the seller is the bottom line. The bottom line is the bottom line. So the seller's net is probably more important to the seller than your total commission. 
So the seller, I think, will choose to pay you more money to get himself more money. In fact, we see all types of different listing commissions. Um, vacant land, businesses, often 10% commission with 5% to selling broker. There's a lot of work for a low price that goes into a specialized type. Some of the vacation properties, recreational properties, cottages that are only accessible by boat sometimes, 5% to selling broker, 10% commission. So it's conceivable that you could use a different style commission in your residential listings to make them stand out and to get better offers and to use it as leverage. So many times I'm telling agents, listen, don't go into the listing presentation with the idea that you're going to justify your value somehow by proving how valuable you are, how much money you spend on advertising, all that kind of stuff. That is a weak way to keep your commission, especially if you're trying for an inflated rate of commission or a commission that's above the most common rate in the market in your market. What you want to do is show the seller how inflating the selling broker commission could build in leverage to the listing, something that they can use on the selling broker or the co-op and then potentially take away later. For instance, on the sign back, we tell people, listen, we're not going to forget that we took a 4% to selling broker contract here. We're, we're not going to hope that you forget that you're, pay, you're offering an inflated rate. Offering is different than actually paying. You don't pay anything until the house sells. So by offering an inflated rate to the selling broker, can we use it to get you more money to get an offer accepted that agent might not have worked all that hard to at a normal commission. And sometimes when it's a final sign back and the seller said, this is it, I'm not going any lower, then at that time you can communicate to the selling broker, this is your last chance at 4%. If you touch it or your client doesn't accept it and it comes back again, you might be working for much less. Something that looks more like the market rate. Once in a while, you will talk to the co-op and say, well, what kind of sign back do you want? We've gone back a couple, couple times, back and forth. Do you want the bonus in there or do you want a better sign back? Many times that co-op or buyer broker or selling broker will say to you, you know what? Give me the higher price at the higher commission. Let me see if I can get it done. So the bottom line is the bottom line and the Seller, I ascertain, is probably less concerned about your total commission and more concerned what he nets, and he will pay more to get more. You know, we talk about creating a safe place with your clients, about building trust, especially if you don't know them and you're just seeing them for the first time on the, on the listing presentation. I often ask you to talk about things that most agents don't talk about. One, immediate possession. We want immediate possession on a listing, not to make them look desperate or that they have to sell quickly, but to appeal to a segment of the buyer, uh, a segment of the buyers that have their home sold or they're looking to buy something cash and occupy it right away. If you have 60 to 90 days or 120 days TBA on your listing, stop it. It doesn't help. If you put immediate on there, you will get the showings from the people that want to occupy the property quickly and my question going back to full pop again is for my sellers if I got you full pop could you be out as fast as the lawyers could close now sometimes that's impossible <clears throat> excuse me 
but it, in most cases you could get it if the price was right so I also encourage you to talk about holdover clauses most agents skip over there are many agents skip over the holdover clause they never talk about it in my market we have a, a sales tax that needs to be discussed although most people know there's a sales tax none of my clients have ever called from the lawyer's office going hey what's this extra six percent or seven percent or thirteen percent or what have you uh, if you have a sales tax that's applicable to the commission then best you talk about that and this is part of building trust and then you can lead into the selling broker commission too about you know how discounted commissions could uh, be less enthusiastically participated upon uh, by the selling broker and how an inflated rate of commission could put more money in your pocket by getting the buyer broker or the co-op to work a little bit more for the seller or bring the sellers full price also we already talked about this when is the best time to negotiate a commission it's a great time to build trust with your sellers by telling them when the best time to negotiate with you is and that's before they take an offer that's not full price so by doing that you're explaining to them what the best time is for them to negotiate and also you're demonstrating who's a better negotiator who should be the better negotiator why are they hiring you if they have their negotiation skills already obviously we know the value of a third party negotiating a uh, third party that doesn't have uh, you know isn't emotionally involved in the transaction most agents can separate themselves from that so this is part of building the trust you know you're sitting at the kitchen table a place that's easy to sign you can go over all these points and these are some points that will help you get a six-month contract that's also another thing that I recommend obviously we don't want 30 days you're making a final and financial investment in these listings uh, let's get a six-month contract so what I'd like to see you do six-month contract 4% to selling broker the appliances included and immediate possession that is what we're looking for you know the weak agent is the guy that drops his drawers on his commission right off the bat and buys the listing to get it done that is probably a weak agent on the price already like we've discussed already somebody that drops the drawer their drawers on their commission is probably not going to be the strongest when it comes to standing for your full price if you're the seller and we don't forget that we've taken an above market listing of four percent to selling broker we don't hope that the seller's going to forget. In fact, we remind them all along the way, even in the sign back. Now, don't, don't forget, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, we have a bonus in here. We have an inflated rate of commission that's higher than anyone else, and that should help. It can't hurt like a discount could. You know, I talk about the, uh, the Billy factor. I had a partner in real estate at one time who's who shall remain nameless and I remember coming into the office one time when we were uh, sharing an office and seeing him you know carve through the MLS book with his pen scratching out a property while he was picking properties to show and I'm like well what's wrong with that one two percent to selling broker at that time it was two and a half weak agent really weak agent yeah everyone gets three percent why would you offer two and a half percent to the selling broker it shows that the agent is weak and well, I thought to myself, if that's the way you treat a discount, how would you treat it in an inflated rate of commission? Uh, could that make you more likely to show the property? 
more likely to push an offer on the property, more likely to get a better sign back, and more likely, you know, sometimes it's a matter of just saying to the buyer, you know what, it's only five grand, just take it. Well, if that's $1,500 as the agent's money, maybe he will work to get the vendor a little bit more dough. Uh, we talked about the selfish agent. If you're taking a five or 6% listing and you're discounting below the 50-50 split, below the most common rate in your market without having a discussion with the seller about how that could negatively affect their bottom line, then I don't think you're looking after the seller's best interest, are you? The, so the, the selfish agent, I hope this isn't happening, but I've seen it a little bit out there, is the guy that takes a bigger split for the listing end of it and discounts the selling broker down below what the most common rate is. That cannot be helpful for your seller. And if you're doing it without the seller's knowledge, I don't think that's right. 4% a selling broker at open house is interesting. In fact, I put 4% to SB in, you know, in a reversed red letters in all caps in the corner of the picture of the feature sheet. Most agents know what that means, but a lot of the, uh, no, sorry, a lot of the prospects or the buyers will look at it and go, hey, what's 4% to SB mean? Well, that's how much we pay selling brokers. In fact, if you bring your agent in on this deal, that's how, that's how much we're paying them commission. Sometimes the next question from the prospect will be, well, how much if I deal with you? And it might be appropriate to offer up this advice. Uh, many times I tell my clients, listen, we're taking a 7% listing here, 4% goes to the selling broker. I take the three that I've always got historically throughout my career in real estate. I'm not saying I won't cut commission to put a deal together, but what I will tell you is right now, if I double end the property, which is a huge bonus for me and you, I will do it for five. So I won't, even if I brought you full price cash closing in 30 days, and the contract says that you owe me 7%, I promise to only charge you five because really the extra point and two points is not going to put more money in your pocket. The extra commission on the selling broker is designed to get the selling broker to bring you more money. If you're double ending it, you're already working for your client under the listing contract and you're trying to get them the most money you can. So it's not gonna add to their bottom line by paying you more. So at that time, you may choose to share that information with the buyer. And at that time, the buyer might take the opportunity to calculate what 2% of list price is. And we're not saying that you're gonna save the 2% if you deal with the listing agent. We know that could be unethical. But what we are saying is there's a special arrangement in place. And that special arrangement needs to be disclosed by law in my jurisdiction if there's ever a multiple offer situation so the other agents have the opportunity to match that financial incentive that gives the listing broker a small advantage. That's just part of how it goes. We've talked about the sign back, the final sign back. We've talked about what your answer should be to the question, how much is your listing commission? We've talked about setting your clients up for full price. Are they expecting it? And or are they building in tens of thousands of dollars of negotiation room? If they are, could an extra couple points of commission help you help the listing stand out from all the other listings? We talked about the bottom line is the bottom line that the seller is not so much concerned with your total commission as they are concerned about their net. We talked about creating a safe place 
with the seller. Talk about some things that most agents don't talk about. Do you have taxes? There's a transaction fee in your, your area. The holdover clause, let's get into that. And talk about an inflated rate of selling broker commission. Uh, appliances included, immediate possession date. Those are all things that you should talk about. Weak agents, we know how to spot them. You're the one that drops your commission too quickly. And you're also the one that probably takes overpriced listings and short contracts without the appliances included with 120 days TBA to be arranged for possession. Not cool. We're not taking the listing with the idea that the seller is going to forget that there's a bonus on the commission. We want to remind them about this all the way through the transaction and through the sign backs until it gets to a point where the seller says, this is my final sign back at this commission. And then you can communicate that to the buyer broker. Talked about the Billy factor, about the discount listing, not getting as much attention or enthusiasm from the buyer brokers and how an inflated rate could give you a strong advantage. And the freshen up. Oh, wow, this is the best one. If you've got 10 or 20 listings, I wanna to talk to you. I wanna to talk to you about changing them all over to 4% to selling broker. So if you've got two, two and a half, two and a quarter, 3% maybe, and some, let's change them all to four. In fact, go to your listings, the ones that have been on the market for a little while, call them up. Well, that's step one. Hi, Mr. Seller. Uh, I know you haven't heard from me in a while. That's because your property's over, overpriced and it's not getting any action. But can I come over and talk to you about freshening up the terms uh, of the listing contract? Well, sure, you can come on over, but I'm not touching my price. Perfect. We can take some new pictures, talk about possession date, we talk about appliances, and talk about the selling broker commission. This is a great way for people that will not give you a price reduction. You'd be, you'd be surprised how many times they say, I won't give you a price reduction, and then turn around after you've showed them how commission works, and they've signed on, how including the, the, the appliances at full price can work, and how adjusting the possession date to immediate could work. You'd be surprised if when you're turning around, you've got all this thing, uh, all of these items signed and initialed on your new contract, when you turn around and say, are you sure you don't wanna just bring it down 10 grand or oh, five grand or even 2,500, just to give us a new price? Most of the time at that point, the seller will say, ah, okay, just knock 10 grand off. Go to thecommissioncoach.com if you have any questions. There will be a pop-up. All you have to do is put your name and number into the pop-up and I will call you at a date and time that works for you and teach you everything you need to know about how using higher commissions could put more money in the seller's pocket. Thecommissioncoach.com on the interweb at thecommissioncoach.com on Instagram at commishcoach on Twitter. That's with two M's. And we have a LinkedIn page. I have a Facebook page. We have, we're all over the place. So check us out on social media. You can get a hold of me at realestate at teamniagara.ca. That's only because I can't remember my commission coach email. I think it's info at thecommissioncoach.com. But let's just stick to realestate at teamniagara.ca. I'm Jim, and I'm glad to call you back at a time and date that works for you. It'll take about 20 minutes to give you all the scripts that you need to talk to your sellers about this. Trainers, same thing. You want to teach this to your agents? Coaches, what are you doing? 
Why are you not talking commissions with the, with your customers? I just don't get it. And brokerages and conferences, I'd love to come and speak in just 20 minutes to a room full of realtors that can film it and take notes and go out into the, the field and get this stuff done. I will be there to support you directly with a phone call or a web conference call or a webcast or whatever I need to do to communicate with you. So head on over to thecommissioncoach.com, fill out the details, and we will get back to you at a date and time that works for you.